Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. This next one is one that neither Doc Griggs and I fall into the category of, and that's young, but not invisible. You speak for yourself. <laughs> Coronavirus transmission among young people has continued to rise, and people aged 18 to 49 make up about a third of total hospitalizations, according to CDC figures. Now, although young people have a better chance of surviving despite contracting the virus, the lives of those who are hospitalized may be negatively impacted indefinitely, given the lasting health effects the virus uh, has, uh, including strokes, uh, kidney, and lung injuries. That can sometimes, and we don't know because we haven't been out long enough, but can last a long time. So why are we seeing an increase in cases amongst young Americans? One major reason is related to super spreader events. Young people are the main demographic intending Young people are the main demographic attending super spreader events, such as mm, large parties, concerts, rallies, festivals, and they're going out to bars and nightclubs. Now, many young people are asymptomatic or only have slight symptoms of the virus, but when they go to the super spreader events, they expose themselves to a large number of people potentially spreading or contracting the virus at these events. In order to try and combat the amount of cases rising amongst young people, many states are once again closing bars and nightclubs. And this is part of a larger trend which has seen at least 14 states pause their reopening plans. In our home state of Louisiana, our governor, John Bell Edwards, signed an executive order last week that stopped Louisiana moving to phase three because of the uptick in cases. Louisiana confirmed uh, almost 900 new COVID-19 cases earlier this week, and the testing positive rate is up to 8.1%. It really should be below 5 now, almost half of these new coronavirus cases in Louisiana are people under the age of 29. And among this demographic, contact tracers have tracked a majority of these infections back to super spreader events. Doc Griggs, like I could like super spreader event, super spreader event, super spreader event, say like super spreader, super spreader, like five times. It Like why? Like we have to stop with these super spreader events. I'm not going to say it because don't do it. Stay away from events with a bunch of people that spreads disease and people get sick. We're being reminded that young people aren't immune from the disease. The virus doesn't care what age you are. The virus doesn't spread the virus. People spread the virus. Just because you feel well doesn't mean that you're not sick, nor does it mean that you're not capable of spreading it to someone else. Not only can young people spread it to those in more vulnerable groups, they may also have intense and potentially long-lasting effects in themselves. One of our writers, for instance, contracted the virus a few months ago and is still experiencing health challenges to this day. It's important to remember that young people 
need to continue to follow proper health protocols to slow the spread of the virus while we're continuing to search for a cure. And if you're young, understand, hey, you, I'm talking to you. You have your part. Put your mask on and go home. Super spreader event, super spreader event, super spreader event, super spreader event, super spreader event. This is, this is, this is why we have a noise filter. So let's talk about if your antibodies can disappear. Now, when people get a positive antibody test to COVID-19, they often feel like they're safe from further infections. However, what happens when that positive test turns to a negative test? People who donate blood and plasma are often getting tested for antibodies, and people have noticed that suddenly their test becomes negative. So what does that mean? Now, there are actually several possibilities. Currently, the antibody tests are not the most reliable, especially in areas with low rates of virus. They can have up to 50% false positives, so it's not uncommon for people to get a false positive once or twice before getting their true negative. It also has a very low rate of false negatives, which means that a negative test is pretty reliably negative. However, if you think of it like, I don't know, let's say flipping a quarter, and you may get heads five times before you ever get tails. So if you're negative, these tests are about as good as flipping a coin. However, there's another possibility that the test was right both times. People can test positive for antibodies and actually have them, then test negative because they don't have detectable levels of antibodies. And this itself can have some different meanings. It is possible that immunity to COVID-19 wanes or disappears in two to three months. And this is a concern for people who are making vaccines as well. They want to know that their vaccines will be able to protect people in the long term rather than just for a couple of months. Now, there is a possibility that while levels of antibody in the blood are undetectable, when someone gets sick, their immune system does mount a large reaction to try to get rid of the virus by creating lots and lots of antibodies. The antibodies created at this time only stick around for a few months. Then the cells that produce the antibodies stick around in the lymph nodes, uh, and they keep creating low levels of the antibody but this can be undetectable by the current antibody test. Now, these cells stay there until a virus is detected in the body again, when other immune cells bring pieces of the virus to the lymph nodes where the old antibody-producing cells are hibernating, and they wake them up to start producing antibodies. Now, if this is the case, even undetectable levels of antibody would not mean that immunity is lost, and that's what we're hopeful for. Now, if immunity did wane after two to three months, we would have expected to see an increase in cases in those places earlier hit, like in China. But we've not seen this or many examples of people actually becoming sick from having the virus again. Doc Griggs, I, I know this is probably confusing. Um, this is when I turn to you uh, and your ability to help distill this complicated information uh, and make it understandable uh, because sometimes antibodies, the immune system, and infectious diseases can be complicated. So here's the simple answer. We don't know. It's really that simple. <laughs> we don't know. We're still finding out. And while it may be scary to see waning antibodies, it may not mean immunity is totally lost. There's still so much we need to learn about the coronavirus. And scientists are working really hard to understand long-term immunity from antibodies. But what's really long-term? We, we haven't had the virus around long-term to learn anything yet. 
So the, the long-term lessons have ramifications ranging on whether or not people get sick again to whether or not a vaccine will help or whether or not we'll reach herd immunity. As we make new discoveries, recommendations may change, but for now, there's no need to panic if your antibody test comes back negative. As a matter of fact, I would probably wait to get it until we actually know what it means. And remember also that a positive test doesn't mean that you're in the clear and you should continue taking precautions like wearing a mask. Doc, did I say that? Wear a mask. Wear a mask and avoid large gatherings and relax because we don't know yet. 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 Asymptomatic people can still have lung damage. Researchers have shown and are still learning about the long-term complications of COVID-19 after patients have recovered from the disease. However, recent evidence suggests that even people with no outward signs of infection can be experiencing some lesions in their lungs, and this is referred to as asymptomatic. So asymptomatic means that this is somebody who has been infected with the virus uh, but has no symptoms and won't develop them later on, right? Correct, Doc. A high percentage of people infected by the virus may never show symptoms of the disease. And in this particular disease, a person might be free from coughing, fever, fatigue, shortness of breath, anosmia, dysgeusia, and all those other big words that you like for me to use that I like to break down. The Scripps Institute described an analysis that concluded that the absence of symptoms may not imply an absence of harm. CT scans conducted on half of the asymptomatic patients on the Diamond Princess cruise ship appear to show significant subclinical lung abnormalities, raising the possibility of COVID-19 infection. Raising the possibility of COVID-19 infection. The authors say further research is needed to confirm the potential significance of this finding. Doc? Yeah, actually there was a there was a article in Nature that resembled the one that you just talked about, Doc Griggs, uh, with the Scripps Institute. And what this paper did was analyze 37 asymptomatic patients that were found through contact tracing efforts of other people who were positive. Now these asymptomatic patients were hospitalized just for observation, and over 50% showed lung abnormalities on a CT scan, clear signs that there was evidence of inflammation in the lungs. So what does that tell us? What it tells us is even if someone is infected by the novel coronavirus and remains asymptomatic, it doesn't mean that coronavirus isn't taking its toll. However, follow-up studies are needed to further understand this phenomenon. Doc, final thought? Yeah, you know, this isn't just a disease of those that are advanced in age. We all need to protect ourselves and others from this virus. And I will say this, this has really changed our understanding of what asymptomatic really means. We usually say asymptomatic as a manner in which somebody doesn't experience symptoms, but can it really be asymptomatic if you don't experience symptoms, but you have evidence on imaging of lung injury? It's just a really fascinating way uh, and a new, subtle, and nuanced understanding that this virus has provided us. Now you can say something smart. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>